today is July the 4th. Does God care about what you did? Let's find out together as we read Joshua 1 through 3. Reading through the Bible in a year, we've finished uh, the Pentateuch, the first five books of uh, the Old Testament. And today we start um, what's known as the history books. Joshua uh, is the first of these. In the first three chapters, we are introduced to the character of Joshua. Joshua is uh, an incredible figure. Uh, There is nothing negative that Scripture says about him. He's all good. As uh, we start, apparently Joshua did have a problem with a lack of confidence. After all, he was following Moses. And so he receives the command to be strong and courageous. That command is repeated, I think, four times in the first several verses of uh, Joshua chapter 1. Joshua then goes to Israel. He, he tells Israel to be strong and courageous, to commit themselves to obeying what God has commanded them. And they say, yes, yes, we'll do that. In chapter 2, we get this interesting story. Joshua sends spies to uh, scope out the village of, um, of Jericho, the, the city of Jericho, a walled city. Very difficult to capture. There was uh, 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 nothing around it. It probably sat on a small hill and then had walls to boot. The walls were thick enough, we discover, that uh, they actually held houses inside the walls. So the walls uh, may well have been some 20 or 30 feet deep, thick, uh, incredibly hard to attack a city like that. Uh, The spies go into Jericho, they're discovered. uh, uh, People find out that uh, uh, men from Israel have come to scout out the city. They search for them. And uh, the spies hide in the house of a prostitute. The prostitute's name is Rahab. Now, Rahab protects the spies. She hides the spies. Some level of detail is given as to how and where she hides them. But when they come out of hiding and the spies prepare to go back to Israel to report on the city of Jericho, listen to what Rahab tells the spies. We're reading now Joshua 2 verse 9. I know the Lord has given you this land, she told them. We're all afraid of you. Everyone in the land is living in terror. We have heard how the Lord made a dry path for you through the Red Sea when you left Egypt. We know what you did to Sihon and Og, the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan River, whose people you completely destroyed. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing such thing. For the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. Now we're going to come back to this. Uh, But let's finish Genesis 1 through 3. Israel crosses over the Jordan and they do it in a very interesting way. Joshua tells the priests to take the Ark of the Covenant ahead of them. 
And uh, he has the priests actually step into the river. When they step into the river, the water is still there. But as they step into the river, the river stops. Look at chapter 3, verse 7. The Lord told Joshua, Today I'll begin to make you a great leader in the eyes of all of the Israelites. They'll know that I'm with you just as I was with Moses. And then he tells them, go ahead and uh, step into the water. They step into the water, and it's after their feet are wet that the Lord dries up the Jordan River and Israel crosses over. At least the fighting army of Israel crosses over, leaving the women, children, and livestock east of the Jordan. There's a principle here. Commitment precedes provision. We can't always wait to make sure that the Lord has provided what we need when he calls us to do something. Our commitment precedes his provision. We've got to get our feet wet first. Then he comes through. Now let's jump back to Rahab. The spies told Rahab, when we take the city, we'll protect you. If, and they gave her a scarlet cord, said, hang this cord in your, in your window, and, and uh, we will protect you and everyone else who is in your house. She drew her mom and her dad into the house. And uh, a chapter or so later, when uh, Jericho falls, uh, she is indeed protected. Now, we started out with the question, does God care what you did? Rahab is a prostitute. He doesn't look for the most holy. He looks for the ones who recognize him. Rahab says, the Lord your God is the supreme God of heavens above and the earth below. Because of that, in chapter 6, verse 25, Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute and her relatives who were with her in the house because she had hidden the spies Joshua sent to Jericho. And she lives among the Israelites to this day. In fact, in the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 25, in the very genealogy of Jesus, uh, Rahab, the prostitute, the Canaanite prostitute, probably a temple prostitute, her name appears. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Rahab married into a good Israelite family. Boaz, who eventually marries Ruth and is the grandfather of King David, is Rahab's son. Does God care what you did? Well, he cares. But that doesn't determine how he views you, and that doesn't determine your worth. God cares a lot more about what you are doing than what you used to do. 
We just need to make sure that like Rahab, we recognize that God is the supreme God and we align ourselves with him. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, is God on our side?